or what should we do for intro? Just like, here's a clip. Here's a clip from the Patreon pod. Yeah, that sounds yes. good. Um, what we call I say them? something? I don't know. We'll go, we'll hey, this out. is the Lord of Hosts and the Interrupter, Kyle Vesner. Here's a clip. That's gay. <laughs> well, why That's am I here? Gay. What do you want me to say? I don't know. Figure it out. Improv, dude. Okay. What's up, Unfaithful? Here's a clip from the newest Patreon podcast. Kyle's an asshole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, that's good. <laughs> he, had to su- mm. he had to survive one night in Babylon's not- most notorious whorehouse, the Cougar's Den. You see, Daniel was a long way from home. His house had been destroyed and his father and uncles put to the sword before he was marched through the northern deserts across to Babylon, where he and his idiot friends were selected for the palace because of their Andy Samberg boyish Jew good looks. They arrived at the king's... Everyone's like, who's Andy Samberg? They're like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just wait. Also... This joke will pay off in 2,000 years. (laughs) Although covered... Head to toe and hair, this is no ordinary animal. What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> Fangs and claws replaced by terror from the heavens. A creature who prefers solitude only comes into town for one reason. <laughs> is it fucking Elijah or John the Baptist? All the little girls that I see are gonna get down on their knees to pray because I'm hard. Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going? Anyways, Kyle. I was just saying how my girlfriend doesn't give me directions on what to do. You know? Cool. Yeah. Neither does mine. It's like There's a healthy. <laughs> this well, you don't have a girlfriend. No, I have a wife. You have a wife. And everyone just follows and your you wife. Around. Tells you what to do. That's okay. So there's no getting out of this, by the way. There's no, there's no, nothing you can say or do. You can totally fuck up your life and your marriage by saying, no, she doesn't. And then doing the opposite of that the whole time. Or Mm -hmm. you can just continue living your life like a regular guy and just being a person in a relationship. You're like, everyone fucking, your wife tells you, it's like, no, I want to go home. I get to go home and bang her. Like, why would I not go home? Why'd you not go home before? Because she wasn't fucking Sweden. (laughs) No, not before that. What do you mean? But you lived the- here. Uh, well, it was. I lived- of, you went out plenty of times. Yeah, because I thought we were. The answer is br- to fucking have fun, dude. Well, that it's and fucking fun. No, at that and I also thought we were breaking up. Like I literally, when I first started dating her, I was like, "Awesome, she's going back to Sweden in a year. Like this will be perfect." I literally mm-hmm. treated it like a one-year relationship. Somewhere along, you got con, dude. I started she to care. You, dude. I started to care somewhere along the line. She fucking <laughs> tricked you. What a scam! I know. It, I started. Don't to care. worry, I'm going back. I don't want a relationship. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm going back to Sweden. No, that was, no matter what. No, that was my. That was all in my head. That was all reasons <clears throat> I wanted to date her. She never said anything like that. And I was also like, Oh, really? Oh, I was also like. Yeah, it'll be sweet. You're only here for a year. Like, I talked like that. I was like, well, just, you know, it's casual. You're only here for a year, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the line, like, right after I was like, I need to break up with this chick. I, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I, I kind of like her, actually. <laughs> you know what? She is uh, the bay of my dreams. Dude, there's actually. She bakes me sweet treats. There's that. She's a tall genetic anomaly from kidnapped and taken over to some Nordic countries. I where, do feel a sense of pride. Like, you know? Uh, Caleb of the Bible being a giant slayer. I do feel like I'm living <laughs> up to the name. You have to climb her every time. Do you want to get into bed? Sometimes. You just got to climb her Sometimes like a ladder. Sometimes I just lay there. <laughs> <laughs> 
You seem like you'd be fucking lazy, dude. You're the fat guy in your own joke. <laughs> God damn it. I took four. I'm a white belt, dude. I took four classes. I, I'm a power bottom now. Yeah. Get, get in my guard and see what happens. You fucking. Get in my guard, Kyle. You submit from the bottom now? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. How's it going anyways, Kyle? How's Jits going? I forgot about that. How's which? Jujits. Jits. Oh, I haven't gone <laughs> since I got fired because that coincided with me losing my job, having to buy a gi. Give you I, more, I would say I would give lost you more my time job. to go. I told I basically dared my job to fuck to fire me and they they did. So like that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say dared to yeah, other than gave them no choice of but course. to. <laughs> of course. Of course. I just in it's, fact, they tr- they put up with a lot. Yeah, the matter of <laughs> well before that. I just hate. The, I keep saying I lost my job, like mm-hmm. it happened to me. That's not the, what. I, but that's just the phrase, right? That's does that mean it happened to you? Well, when you say, says they lost their job, I'm like, yeah, you you're probably a fuck up. That's the first thing I think. I don't think well, that. Pro- oh, okay. A bunch of shit got rearranged, well, and then they fired a good employee. That so never t- happens. That does happen. They fire the worst employees. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're laying people off, it's the <laughs> yeah, shittiest. it's the worst people. ones. But I lost my job. There's a degree of, like, not... I'm trying to own up to it, Kyle. Okay. I'm listening. Do we get in so many fucking di- agreements? I don't want to mm-hmm. say disagreements. We both yell at each other from the same side. I'm yeah. like, I'm just my dog. I'm like, fuck you. It's called an alpha discussion, dude. <laughs> Nothing but yelling in each other's face. I agree with you, faggot. <laughs> Same. I said it already. Same. For fuck's sake. I just want to call you fat while I'm doing it. Uh, That's all I really want in I'm, life. I walk around at 205 now. That's UFC light heavyweight. Still too- <laughs> I could fight John Jones. <laughs> He'd have to move up a weight class. No, he oh, cuts, he's, he's moving up to heavyweight. He cuts right. to fight me, dude. Right. John Jones has to cut weight to fight me. And what are you going to do? Eat more cheeseburgers to fight him? In his face. <laughs> in his fucking face. Eat more Asian noodles? Awesome, you aw- eat so much Asian. Who knew? I, who knew there were so much calories in noodles? Is dude? Itchy Band really Asian or is it like from Texas? I don't know. It's like Canadian American Asian. Yeah. None of the Asian food here is Asian. It's yeah, I know. It's, it's like craft dinner of the Asian world. That's what bed. people think Canadian food is, by the way. What? Hot dogs and craft dinner. It is. That's like our worldly by the exports. Way, we eat the most craft dinner of anyone in the world by like eighty percent. Per capita? Yeah. Or just country per capita. to country. <laughs> okay. I think per capita, but that's a good question. There's a lot of fat Americans that are eating mac and cheese all day. So that's why I don't think we have the tonnage, but I think per capita we eat more than anybody. Yet we're still so jacked and good at hockey. Yeah. How is America so fat? There's a lot more of them. Like the population of Canada is like fits into like the top half of California or like lives in the top half of California. That's why they're so fat? No. I was thinking, I'm still thinking about craft Dinner here. Like soon, sooner or later, they're going to fa- out fat themselves out of athletes. They're going to start losing the Olympics based on fat alone. I don't know, man. Because they're, America is like, I mean, Truly the land of like the, the land of you have the absolute pinnacle of so many things in America and the absolute shit of so many things like <laughs> okay. they really hit both ends of the spectrum. Like if you want the best health care, mm-hmm. it's pretty much like America, maybe Israel fucking where else? is Israel on the map there? They're pretty high up. But the point as is far as the best of the best. Yeah. But yeah. for the average person, it's dog shit. It's Sucks. like yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Like it's terrible. It's not the worst. Well, it's not the worst. Like, it's where, not like they have. Who like, do you think has the worst healthcare? For sure, off the top of your head, the ones with the most cannibalistic <laughs> tribes. 
that still exist for some reason. So all those places. <laughs> yeah, literal. Somewhere in the middle of the fucking shithole of the desert. Where your where where your doctor's like, okay, the first thing we're gonna need to do is you're gonna need to make a doll shaped like your enemies and then cut your own legs off. I don't know. That's what we've been doing for thousands of years. You got to eat a white baby. You got to find them. We don't have any here, so it's albinos are the best guess. So go find an albino baby and eat it. Dude, how bad? Like, how bad was that uh, myth that actually got spread around Africa? The way no, it the still w- exists. Yeah, the way to cure AIDS, AIDS is to have sex with a virgin. Yeah, that's also a bunch of things to cure other diseases. Is eating parts of all. Of an albino. Oh, my God. I think it was just white, but there's no white people there. So they're like albinos. What How we got. many albinos are there? Do you, do you think? know those countries? Some of those countries still cure their medicine with magic tricks. Yeah. They, like we're talking like, about it. No, like actual magic tricks. Like they do like the guts in their hand and they yeah. do sleight of hand and try to pull the cancer from you. <laughs> but they already had guts in their hand. Yeah. Some man in the they fake, shit. They just fake it. But the placebo. How funny is that? It's them to fake pull out guts. Like, that guy knows he's a piece of shit. There's no getting around thinking he's curing anybody. No, no. I, that guy is my mom, okay? That's my what my mom does. There's no way. No, my mom does the same thing. The exact same thing. Nonsense, like, spiritual hokey pokey. Mm-hmm. And then people feel better. And she feels better, too. She walks around like she helps people. Like Oh, you're saying, so they have a spring in their step because they think they got their cancer pulled out. Yes. So for two weeks, they're hopping around yes. with that boost of energy. And, and... In some cases, the placebo, I, I, I like this is the only way to explain some sort of fucking miracles. Mm-hmm. Quote, I, I'm going doing finger quotes. If you're watching us on YouTube, well, you, have we uploaded a single one of these? No. No. <laughs> How many of them have we recorded? But uh, we're the video, the Patreon just got released. You've been, already you've already heard the Patreon because it got released today. This gets released Sunday, and, which was uh, fantastic. The Patreon videos, by the, way. the Patreon's getting the videos first. Okay, so. that's cool. Because, yeah, we've been... Uh, and those will be out... Recording in dresses. Those will be out next week. In holy dresses for about, I don't know... Those will be out months. next week on the Patreon and then on the YouTube probably the following week. And we talked... What did we? What else do we talk about on the Patreon, Kyle? Uh, some cool stories, some by ho- the way. Some don't even worry about that. Fanfic. We're going to put that uh, clip of that at the beginning of this podcast. Okay. So you would have heard it already. <laughs> so we're doing it again. Well, I didn't know that before I thought the promo... I meant to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what were we just talking about? Uh, Medicine. Curing people. Oh, oh yeah. So do you think... Oh, you got more? No. Yeah. My mom... <clears throat> no, I don't... Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, you know that guy that talks to the dead, you know, that does that magician's trick back in the day? I don't know that guy, but... Well, there's a huge guy I in, know like, that people the, do that. the 2000s. That's why Saul was, in fact, deposed as king, is because he consulted with, me- consulted with a medium right after the Lord refused to answer his prayers. Christians always leave that part out of the story. Go ahead. <laughs> no it's biblical dude yeah oh man today by the way we have some great stuff to read today we are rereading the story of the ark getting transported but to this time i went and found because we were talking about this i went and found the, the Apo- car- ark of the covenant not noah's ark the ark of the covenant yes yeah noah's ark. Every time you say that i'm like the whole fucking boat yeah that's actually confuses a lot of non Christians, actually, so we yeah. should be like explicit. If you're new to the pot, Noah's Ark is where all the animals went in, and the Ark of the Covenant holds what, Kyle? You don't know anything. What? Oh, holds what? tablets. Yeah, what's in the tablets? God stuff. The God Ten wrote, Commandments? God wrote on them. The Ten Commandments? You didn't let me finish. Okay. I wasn't technically wrong. No, you weren't. God wrote on them. I don't think that you... Okay, what else is in there? I didn't know there was another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's staff? 
What? What? Aaron? A. Aaron? Mm-hmm. Remember? Who yep. is he? No idea. Moses's brother. What did he do? He was jerked the head of all the, the Levites. Jerked, jerked off above him in their bunk beds? No. Kept them awake all night? He was the head of all oh, the Levites. Oh, right. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about you. Okay, my, uh, <laughs> dude, Facebook just yeah. brought up a memory from 11 years ago. It was you beating off in your brother's bunk beds? No. What? No. It was, uh, I, watch my, I, I watch you through the window and touch myself every night. Was It was just a text that said that. Obviously, it's my friends trolling on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I, I shared it. Just like, uh, still haven't been caught. <laughs> just to see, just to see what happens. So it was you. No, or I, someone was watching you. The original you. one. Someone was watching you. The original one is my friends fucking with my Facebook. Yeah, and then. But the implication is you're being watched. The, the no, that's whoever's reading it is what is being watched. You oh, is the gotcha. you the reader. I hear you. Anyways, so what else is in the Ark of the Covenant is a Aaron's staff, which did what, Kyle? What was the magic trick that Aaron did? That was one of the tricks, but not the one that got it in the covenant. Parted. (laughs) No. Shit. It blossomed, Kyle. It blossomed. Blossomed what? So it like, you know, a staff is a stick, right? And so it grew new flowers. Yeah. Like, oh my God, what a trick. That is. Was it planted in the ground? No, no, no. It just. Uh, I got a whole staff full of branches and leaves out there. It's more like. (laughs) Just me holding a tree. Picture Gandalf's staff growing flowers out and then, like, you know, as Gandalf's staff. I'm picturing me holding a tree and being like, check out my fucking staff, dude. That's not it. Because he's. It's clearly his walking stick that he's been using a long time. Okay. I mean, at least concede. Here's the here. trick is dumb, but it he's this not. This is the trick. He poked some holes in it and stuck some flowers in it. Or it never fucking happened. They just said it did. That's nah, probably. Pretty, I could pull that off. That's most of the tricks. That's most miracles. <clears throat> what if that happened? I heard it happened. Did you hear what happened? That's exactly how all miracles go. That means it's true. Yeah. So they're moving this ark. And we've read this story in Sex Samuel. But and it I, gave people cancer. Um, kind of. It does Tumors. kill somebody. It does kill somebody. Do you? You don't. This is like reading it for the first time over again. No, but didn't the ark when it went give everyone like leprosy or something? And when it was in that town, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Philistines. and then the guy tried to catch it and immediately killed him. Yeah, God yeah. specifically yeah, killed yeah, him. Yeah, and that was a good for person. trying to help out God. Exactly. That. So God doesn't care what your heart is. Exactly. Essentially. Uh, well, I even have, though that guy's heart was purely trying to help him out. I have for you today, Kyle. Um. What's the book called? I forget what the book's called, but I read an excerpt from the, uh, oh yeah, God Behaving Badly is the book. And it's a guy, a PhD, university, theological scholar. Mm -hmm. He's defending all the bad shit that God does in the Bible. So this is the Christian's defense of this story. Get out of here. Oh yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Is that what we're going to do on the next page? Um, oh, I was going to do it on this I was going to do it now, sure. but we can go, I mean, th- this th- this is a Patreon ongoing it like we'll read apologetics but this one happens to be right about this and i already read for it today real quick want to see this yeah what'd you do there with a blood blister it's yeah. a frolf injury what the fuck i've been training too hard to be the best dude is that from flicking yeah the frisbee too hard <laughs> throwing it too hard now it's a that's pretty bad. significant black blister on kyle's finger He's holding it up to the. It's worse than it looks. It it it's looks worse like than it you looks got on it camera. slammed in a door. Yeah, like you know when you not the whole finger but just the muscle at the front of it, and it's the whole fingertip is blood, black, purple. Yeah. And I have to go because it's Darb's B day tomorrow, 
and he wants to go to Kamloops to go frisbee golfing. Oh shit! So I'm gonna have to play with this fucking shit. Dude, is there such thing as frolfing gloves? No. Make a mil- make a pair, dude. Make a pair and then make a billion dollars. I don't think those are uh, USDGA regulation, dude. Just take golf gloves and cut all the fingers off, but that finger. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I do have that. I literally have a golf club for this hand because I'm a lefty. I th- I'm thinking. Here's my plan. If it doesn't go down he keeps by pointing tomorrow, pointing at me with it, shaking it around. <laughs> if it doesn't go down by tomorrow. I'm thinking maybe my body will absorb it a little bit. If it doesn't go down, I'm sticking a needle in like under my regular skin, mm-hmm. up into it. So I always c- drain them. Because that'll heal yeah. the regular skin, but I'm going to stab through my regular skin, drain it, and then cover it with uh, that new skin shit, like liquid band-aid. Yeah. Think that'll work? <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's how I would treat that injury. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Cause I be always bad. drain them. I never let them... F- are, do you let those actually heal? What happens? I've never let it that get well, to the if you point. Don't have, if I didn't have to use it, I wouldn't care. But if I rip it open, I it'll be rip ripped it open all day tomorrow. Yes. It'll be way worse. And it's more likely to happen. I always yeah. drain those fucking things whenever With I have a pin? Yeah, yeah, always. I'm going to give it a go. Yeah, we'll see. Fuck. It's a bad day for Froff tomorrow. <laughs> I'd go with you. Look at that fucking Froff injury. I got the day off. Are you busy tomorrow? Uh, Not in the day. We can do a page. We can go more off. I'm I'm going to the cusps though. I'm leaving at one. Oh, <laughs> if you're <laughs> never the, gonna make yeah, it. Yeah, so I'll never make it. In the yeah. Kootenays, if you're in the Kootenays and you have a time machine, you can come to my show tomorrow. <laughs> do you post stuff on your Insta? No. You don't no, want, no, I don't do the bare minimum, Kyle. Yeah. I do fucking well, it's nothing. Not on you. Yeah. Well, who does? I mean, we pro- it is on. We you. have fans somewhere. No, we don't. In BC. We do. Have, we got some fans. But yeah, you have to be dedicated to find out where the fuck I'm performing. A lot of the you fans have to be like my own, my personal friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Because on your Insta, you have nothing. You got a fan here and there, but well, I haven't posted on Insta in probably since I went to Sweden. Irrelevant. Okay, so we are in First Chronicles chapter thirteen, mm-hmm. bringing back the ark. So. Last week we read about um, all the warriors joining David. This is like basically the Braveheart scene where they're in the high. Like you know, remember in Braveheart where I always bring it back to Braveheart, but they're in the mountains and they're all the men's joining by the hundreds and thousands, and they're like, "Are you ready for a war?" Yeah, that's all. That's all hype, 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 boys, 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 and they're going to Jerusalem to take the ark. Okay, I wonder what's like to remember stuff. Like truly, I've seen that movie five times. Don't remember what the fuck you're talking about. And I'm really wondering, like, what life is like remembering It's called anything. consciousness, Kyle. It's called being alive. I remember all the mistakes I've made, so that's good. I got that going for me. I mean, me. honestly, if you're going to remember anything, <laughs> it's like, don't do that again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Replays over and over again before I try to sleep, but that's neither here nor there. So I can't remember what fucking movie I watched, but... I've been getting brainwashed by Sam Harris into thinking that there's no such thing as free will, yet I'm panged by regret of all the things that I've done, right? Okay, fine. He says that, but there's also no proof of it. Yeah, I know. It's a hypothetical. I like it, though. I like being irresponsible for my own act. The less responsibility I, whoever, what the fuck is saying that, has is... The truth is there's some level of free will and probably most likely is there's some level of your life that is nothing to do with free will and some of them is. I get his argument. I think he's wrong. Yeah. I think he's wrong until it's proven. I just all I wanted to say, Kyle, mm-hmm. I don't really want to go into that. Yeah, I'm talking about regret. About 
the regrets. Oh, so you don't I still, have to regret anything? No, but I still do regret all the time. And I'm trying to make sense of regret and also not having free will. If I couldn't do anything, why do I regret basically everything I've ever done? Thus, regret is some sort of like stimulant or painful reminder to like not to make you up. correct your bad actions, but which wouldn't be necessary it. if there was if there which yeah. wouldn't be necessary unless there's free will. So it's bro- what I'm trying to say is <clears throat> if if that's the case, that it's mm-hmm. a broken mechanism because I regret it every time, yet do it every time. Don't do it. I can't. There's no free will, Kyle. There is. Free it's will. inevitable. <laughs> it's I inevitable, didn't Kyle. want to drink the whole bottle of vodka. But I, it was right there. I didn't want to pour it in a hail. <laughs> but my parents gave me 80 bucks. I'm half kidding. And I had to spend it on alcohol. <laughs> I'm only half kidding. <laughs> I had to. You know why? Because it was better than living I my love, life. I love, dude, I love like that that South Park of like the alcohol like the alcoholic thing of like you're powerless. You really have no yeah. way. I'm powerless, Stan. <laughs> Stan, I can't do anything. Dude, when I'm having bad days, sometimes I just sit back and I think to myself, at least I'm not Taz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First Chronicles thirteen. So David conferred with each of his officers and commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds. He then said to the whole assembly of Israel, if it seems good to you, we ha- so imagine in your mind a giant parade of soldiers and there's, you know, 300,000 soldiers, if you believe the Bible from last chapter. I do. And all of Israel there. More realistically, maybe between 15 and 30,000 people tops. And that's all of the, t- like, Israel and the army and the camp followers and everything. Well, how many did God say? Three hundred, almost three hundred and fifty thousand. I think. You think he has the best view? You think? Yeah, but he's also a liar. <laughs> it even says that he's a liar. I, the go- li- the Lord, lies, but he's allowed to when he wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a weird lie! What do you mean to lie about how many Jews were in the army? Well, hey, here's a thought: If he's willing to lie about how many Jews were in the army, do you think he's willing to lie about how many died in the yes. Holocaust? <laughs> I mean. That it's not God that said six million Jews died in the Holocaust. Oh, well, who said it? People who have studied the Holocaust. Who's that? I've never seen any verification. Because you don't fucking read, Kyle. Pretty, you pretty don't read God books, and you're like, oh man, no one's verified it. Because on the website, on Tim's cast, <laughs> on Joe Rogan cast, what do you listen to? Legion of Skanks. They've all verified it. They've all verified it. Yeah. Okay, good. They're a bunch of Jadoff. <laughs> but I'm supposed to trust comedians, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, love- I have no stake of whether there's six million. Or 6,000. How yeah. about that one? Could have been 6 million, 6,000. Still bad. I love that you don't <laughs> read bad. and you're like, no one's verified it. <laughs> Kyle, have you ever tried to look? Have you ever gone to your library? Nope. No one's ver- No one's come to my house. Dude, that's the alt-right position. With the, with the Prove study. it to me individually or it's a lie. <laughs> if it's convenient for me to not like. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> hey, here's the thing. 6 million of them died. Why do they still control the weather? <laughs> If it seems good to... So this is uh, David talking to the whole assembly of Israel. If it seems good to you... How did they figure that out? Dude, we're stay on topic here. If it seems good to you, and if it is the will of the Lord our God, let us... like 100 years ago. Let us send word... Probably have census. People at the time kept records, Kyle. I was going to say, there's probably census. Yeah. And there's, like... Archaeological because evidence. they voted, <laughs> so they'd be pretty, pretty uh, yes, accurate records. Mass grave. Well, you don't know anything about the ashes, but there are giant mass graves. You can go. There's a lot of evidence, Kyle. Yeah. If it seems good 
to you, and if it That's is pretty good engineering, horrible we, thing. Can we get thing. through yeah. this? Yeah. If it seems good to you, and it is the will of the Lord our God, let us send word far and wide to the rest of our brothers throughout the territories of Israel, and also to the priests and Levites who are with them in their towns and pasture lands to come and join us. Run on sentence much? Let us bring the ark of our God back to us, for we did not inquire of it during the reign of Saul. Uh, and then there's two notes there that say we did not inquire of it when it says, uh, or we neglected him being this they're now morphing the ark into god so like it's represent it's you know how god lives in that thing you probably forgot that too but god is supposed to live in there and the tent in the tent like above the ark it just kind of floats above it in the ark like not not in the ark but floating above it as some sort of amorphous glowing mist let's say Picture it however you like. He's like uh, the dragon sitting on his pile of treasure. Sure, yeah. So what David is saying is that we haven't been asking God about stuff, and that's why we're getting our asses kicked by the Philistines. It always comes back to that, right? So David assembled all the Israelites from the Shehor River of Egypt to Lebo Hamath to bring the Ark of God from Kirath-Jerim. How did it get there in the first place, I wonder? I probably maybe could have looked that up, but... uh, David and all the Israelites with him went to Bala of Judah, Kirith Jerim, to bring the ark from the to bring up from there the ark of God the Lord, who in who is enthroned between the cherubim, the ark that is called by the capital N name. They moved the <laughs> what? <laughs> the capital N name. It's just <clears throat> name of God. So it's like the name. The name is God Yahweh. All those things. Capital N, though. Yeah, it says oh. the capital N name. All right. It's like when you spoke, when you when you reference God, you're supposed to use capital letters. And it. That one guy got pretty pissed when you weren't doing I it. I love right? that. That was great. I love that, and it's intentional. People t- online, I still comment on like the ex Christian Reddit and shit. Lowercase. G's. You know, it's just actually English. It's just bad grammar. I'm like, well, also, if I'm talking about other gods, it's lowercase. Yeah, because they're not that. Okay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> It's bad grammar only if I acknowledge that it exists. Yeah. If I don't, I'm right. They actually, the same people capitalize Allah and other stuff, but that actually refers to their God too. So. Yeah, it's just a different name, right? It's the same. Yeah. Isn't it just a different language? Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Yahweh and Allah are just different languages. Like if you're not saying it in Hebrew, then. What do you mean? How do you say it in Hebrew? Yahweh. Oh. Yeah, Yahweh. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, uh, I, I think that's how we've been pronouncing it in church the whole time. All Never. right. Uh, they moved the Ark of God from Abinadab's house onto the new cart with Uzzah and Ahio guiding it. Uzzah means strength and Ahio means friendship. A lot of pastors use this in their ceremony or in their uh, uh, fucking sermons. Sermons. Thank you. Uh, you know, those are obvious metaphors. Now, were those actually the guy's names? And it's become a metaphor, or God planned it. A lot of people like to think that God plans these things. Wait, those are the people's names? Yeah, Uzzah, meaning strength, and <laughs> Ahia, meaning friendly or friendship. Okay. Um, David. No foreshadowing. <clears throat> no foreshadowing. David, with all the Israelites, were celebrating. I love the picture of this. This is a hilarious thing. You, you had a picture like a real great day, like a parade. Everyone's having a good time. Mm-hmm. 
And so David and all the Israelites were celebrating with all their might. So they're partying fucking hard. <laughs> and remember, David's the guy that took off all his clothes and danced downtown, shouting, I'll become even more undignified than this. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Some would say. It's, so that's how hard he parties. Pretty good song. And he's partying with all his might. Um, with songs and harps, lyres, tambourines, cymbals, and trumpets. They got the whole band, okay? I like how for all of time pulling your dick out, that was like, you're partying hard then. If dicks are out, <laughs> the boys are going at it. It's always been like that. Dude, also, fucking listen to these instruments. Harps, lyres, tambourines, cymbals, and trumpets. God likes ska. That's a full band. He likes ska, dude. That's like strings, drums, and fucking trumpets. That's a ska band. Why do you get Gwen Stefani to, to start solo out of No Doubt, dude? She doesn't, does she do no, ska? No Doubt was ska. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were. The way the horns. I don't. I don't know enough about No Doubt to dispute that. But I'm thinking like, like newfound glory. They're like the last popular ska band. <laughs> the fucking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater too. That type of ska. That's yeah. That's, that's not No, no doubt. doubt. Yes, it is. I'm thinking of bananas. That's Gwen Stefani. That's Gwen Stefani. So No Doubt was No ska. Doubt was ska. Gwen Stefani. They stole. She she buried ska with the end of No Doubt. <laughs> Imagine being the rest of the guys in the band. Like, she's famous now, forever. Yeah, because trumpets inherently <laughs> suck. Yeah. But what do kids do after band class? After high school band? Fist themselves <laughs> yeah. with fucking flutes and trumpets. I don't know. Nice. What you think did... you wouldn't need the fist, too, if you already got the flute and trumpet in there, but why not? <laughs> hey, cram it all in. I don't know in. what. <clears throat> That's what they do. They start a ska band to be cool, to get pussy, dude. If you can play the French horn really well, no chick's giving you pussy outside of high school band. <clears throat> When you get in the real world and you're on a date and be like, actually, I play a pretty sick French horn. Let me play some horn for you. No chicks like sliding off her chair to I that. I feel like gay dudes would be very turned on. Oh, yeah. If you're gay. Let me see that French horn, dude. I <laughs> if you listen to the Heavy Met Darb podcast, what we know is it's not hard to get laid if you're even a little gay. Are you yet again cross-pollinating another failed attempt at a podcast? Is that a new podcast? No, it's just a one-off episode, but it's oh. called Heavy Met Darb. Okay. I was yeah. like, did you start a new podcast <laughs> no. with the same premise of Darb just meeting trannies but, but there on might be, fucking that would, grinder? I think we did. I think we shot our load, metaphorically speaking, <laughs> on no. that one. And, and. and literally speaking. <laughs> but hint, hint, there is something in the works, though. It's not Darb-related, though. Uh, Keep I, an ear out. I want it to be Darb-related. So, yeah, the ska band's playing. They're partying with all their might, all right? When they came to the f f threshing floor of Kidon, Uzzah reached out his hand to steady the ark because the oxen had stumbled. So we're hearing the story again. It's the exact same story. It's, I mean, the Bible doesn't... It's like its own fan fiction. Like, the fucking thing... Is not well done. Well, it's not and, fan fiction. It's exactly the same fucking story. It's usually, sometimes slightly different and contradictory. So those things are interesting. Like the death of Saul is three different ways. Which I like one? it. And then, like, you could explain it with logic today. It's like two people seeing the same event have two different descriptions of the same event. Fine. This is God, though. Yeah. So, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. This And, and your soul. Eternity <clears throat> depends on this. You get a... The, the fact that eternity depends on this, like, think of, like, how much of this life eternity is. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the, the the bed you have to sleep in is made in, let's, in a generous 90 years. So, for 90 years of whatever the fuck you did, you have to suffer for that for eternity or benefit from that for eternity. It's just crazy. That is crazy. I was just, I'm sorry, I was thinking that uh, 
there's this guy on Rogan. Rogan had this, this religious dude. Yeah. And I'm always interested. I always click on that stuff. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I'm like, what does he have to say? It was like, what a clickbait headline, like, rationalizes God or yeah. the existence of God or something. And he Who was the guy? I can't remember. But I want to, we'll show it on the Patreon when we're doing this stuff. Sure. We'll grab the clip. And <laughs> he just starts off with establishing, they establish a nonsense. Yeah. Within the first five seconds. Given that God created the universe and everything in it. It's worse than that. It's a bunch of buzzwords and stuff. And then go immediately, five seconds of that, and then explaining away from that. Not to be like, and Joe usually goes, I guess he's trying to have different perspectives on now. Yeah. Because he usually goes, no, 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 what does that mean? And I was like, what the fuck? No, 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 what does that mean? Yeah. Because it didn't mean anything. Yeah. Joe, it's weird. He's in trouble now, dude. It's weird. His money is P's and Q's. I know it's weird watching him kind of like try. I like Joe Rogan and I think he's a good dude. And I also think that like, I don't know, his podcast kind of is not what it was, but, but you notice like exactly your point is that you, you, he, what he used to jump on and like, you know, have good skeptical questions. He's like, I have to be nice to everybody. He's fully like surrendered. Well, to this woke. is rich guy thing. Rich people do this. I don't know why. Like you get hundreds of millions of dollars and then all of a sudden they're like, you don't want to lose my, it. My purpose in this, no, but it's not even that. I don't think he's worried about losing the money. Truly. I think you get, you get everything you ever wanted. Right. Yeah. And then I guess you realize that it's not fulfilling or something. I don't know. But then they go, my purpose in this life is to be nice to everyone all the time. Like at least to their face. Yeah. And then like concoct evil shit. Like Zuckerberg does that. Super friendly to everyone's face and concocts evil shit in the background, right? It's incredible how he comes off because every time I watch him talk, I'm like, he's not such a bad guy. And then I read like, while he was doing that interview, Facebook did this, this, and this, and he knows about it. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's hard to run a... I'm sure it's like... A, almost impossible to run a giant corporation like that one of the most powerful entities in the world but he ref- he won't stop taking money from bad things like <laughs> like people committing genocide that he knows about he's like they're paying a lot of money well they they have a reason they have a built-in capitalist reason for that which is stakeholders your stuff. number one thing you do is make money for your stock hey and this is ethical <clears throat> it's ethical that's not the number one thing that's like number two. Oh god the number one thing you do is make money for your stockholders okay so back to the bible here so he Uzzah reached out to steady the ark because the oxen stumbled. The Lord's anger burned against Uzzah, and he struck him down because he had put his hand on the ark. Remember, in Numbers 4, it says no one should touch the ark or he'll be struck down. He wasn't mad at the oxen. So he, he smite that fucking oxen for doing that? The oxen wasn't touching it, but really? But it did knock it off. It did. Well, yeah. But the oxen doesn't know better, Kyle. Uzzah knew the fucking... I, I agree. Wait till we get to the what they how Christians rationalize this shit. It's insane. <laughs> Can't wait. Then David was angry because the Lord's wrath had broken out. So David gets pissed at God. Like, what the fuck, man? He was trying to fix it. Like, let's say it spills on the... How'd they get in the cart in the first place? So, Can we acknowledge that? The way you're supposed to carry the ark, the way you're supposed to carry the ark, as the Lord commanded back in Numbers, was with four... uh, I think it was four, but it might have been eight Levites carrying it on poles. I understand that. That's the only way. But who puts it on the poles? Probably the Levites. They pick... uh, Yeah, exactly. Somebody has to pick it up. No one picks it up. Or you at least have to roll it onto the pole. Someone has to be pushing the fucking thing at some point. It was initially put on these poles, and you're only allowed to touch the poles. You know what I mean? It's like... And ever since then, what if it fell off? 
Uh, that's, and broke. See, thank God for Uzzah getting struck down. Sacrificing his life. I hope he's getting 72 yeah. virgins in heaven. I mean, you're right, Kyle. It's dumb as fuck. But the, as the legend goes, whenever, however it was constructed, mm-hmm. I remember all these holy relics. My favorite thing about holy relics is at some point, it was just like material. It was like some fucking wood from a tree that a guy cut down. It was like the holy fucking robes were woven off some sheep and some guy made them and then some guy warm said these are holy and then forever on they're venerated as if they have special powers but it's just a fucking shirt it's just a <laughs> well what i'm saying what i was kind of thinking is if if it rolls off oh that's devastation it, for it Israel. didn't break but it rolled off the what, levites would what? have to pick it up there would probably be the i i'm now i'm so he fucked up because he's not a levite if he was a levite that saved that no big deal um I don't know. I maybe, maybe that. And I'm gonna. Is it, spec- one of the, is it one of those things where you like? You think it's one of those things where if you like, hold like you're picking up a hot pan, you like put a towel on your hand, and you're like, oh, technically I'm not touching it. I I do think. Th- well, it's obviously a purely human invention, right? So they have to come up with human reasons. If it did fall down, well, how this, do you die on the spot then? This is something a question I've never considered, nor anyone's asked when I've been around. So. But I, I'm just saying it because we're going to hear their explanation later. Yeah, well, I, I didn't come across <laughs> that. Like, what would ha- how Like, Levites are the only people that can handle the Ark. That's all I know for sure. But mm-hmm. in your scenario where it falls, yeah, they it's probably... It's no longer on the poles. They'd have to, what do you do? Leave it there for eternity? No, they would... They would killing would, everyone that touches it? They would do some ceremony where they make themselves clean, and then they would pick it up and put it there and do some other ceremony. The ceremony, the ritual, is all to trick idiots. All ceremony and ritual just just makes re- like morons go. Wow, there's something going on there. You don't They're like, wearing you the don't hat. Like a good chant. They're wearing the hat. They sprinkled smoke and dirt over the water, <laughs> and then they splashed the water in their face. And now the water's holy. What does holy mean? Oh, it's a nonsense word that means better than normal water. It means it's special water. It can <laughs> do things that water can't do. It's pure nonsense. So, as a war tactic. The Jews have been getting, the Levites, the Jews, been getting mm. their fucking ass kicked. It's up to this point in the story, yeah. Quite a bit. As a war tactic, this thing is a chest, right? It's a box. It's a container. Sure, yeah. Right? There's not a lot of shit like that that's not very valuable that time. Because even the even a container's valuable. I would disagree with you in that almost every <clears throat> culture had their most important shit. What Israel had, Israel mm. has, remember... When God goes away, they keep worshiping cows. The golden calf's a fucking classic in Israel. They keep going back to it and getting killed by the thousands. Yeah. But uh, every culture around them would have like a special pillar or an image. But this one kills people if they're not allowed to touch it. So do the other ones, apparently, right? They all claim that they have these powers. Because it would be, you go, you're in a battle, right? You go just set this thing out. You know they're going to walk into it, right? Outside the outskirts of your city. And every time they touch it, they die on the spot. They're getting the fuck out of there, like immediately. That's kind of the story of when the Philistines took it. Remember, their whole towns got sick? Yeah. Keep doing that. That's what I'm saying. Just leave it there. And in another story, remember, they brought the ark to the top of a mountain with Moses, and he held his arms up. Mm -hmm. And whenever he held his arms up, they started winning. And when he put them down, they started losing. (laughs) So they eventually had two guys hold up his fucking arms. I forgot about that one. So what you're saying, they do use it, but it's, if it really worked, they'd bring it to every battle, right? That, that Would is, they not? That that uh, Moses thing is proof you can cheat God. You can just, he loves a good workaround. Yeah. Moses is supposed to hold his arms up like it's an endurance challenge. 
We still do that for like who wins tickets to a game? Strong who can man. hold yeah. their arms Survivor. out the longest, right? Survivor. Whatever that bullshit is. And then they just had dudes holding out their arms in shifts. And God's like, you fucking got me there. I believe the elevator thing now. That would totally work. That's a good workaround. Yeah. Another example of that is Jacob and Esau when he had to bless. Jacob stole the blessing. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I got to bless this guy. God's easily fooled or or enjoys the, the trick. Yeah. Uh, you beat me at my own game. He enjoys it. Yeah. So... David was angry at, because of God's wrath had broken out against Uzzah. And to this day, the place is called Perez Uzzah, which means outbreak against Uzzah. David was afraid of God and asked, or sorry, afraid of God that day and asked, how can I ever bring the ark of God to me? He did not take the ark to be with him in the city of David, that's Jerusalem. Instead, he took it aside to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. The ark of God remained with the family of Obed-Edom in his house for three months, and the Lord blessed his household and everything he had. So this guy gets the ark, and all of a sudden his fucking corn grows bigger than everybody else's, and he's got mm. way more animals. So That's a good thing. Where God is, it's good unless you're doing it wrong. But sometimes it's bad. Yeah. It's dumb, it's dumb as hell. So I found this uh, excerpt from the book um, God Behaving Badly. We're not going to read the whole thing. Because it's quite long. Um, where are we here? This seriously, uh, Kyle, mm -hmm. you're a comedian. Tell us yeah. a joke. Okay, right? <clears throat> I'll do it. I got one. I was, uh, <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> I can't, can't even remember your fucking jokes. Okay, here we go. I was jerking off in the shower so much. <laughs> ruined my laptop. That's uh, not it. I know. <laughs> okay, why did God smite Uzzah? Um, this is by... Where's this guy's fucking name? He's a real... He's got the classic... He's this. He's got the picture that every fucking pastor has on the back of their books. Picture him smiling outside with some sort of like shrubbery in the background. This is David T. Lamb. Uh, pro associate Professor of the Old Testament and Biblical Theo Theological Seminary of Hatfield, Pennsylvania. So he's a fucking scholar. He went to school for this shit. Uh, the Ark of the Covenant had fallen in the hands of Philistines. You know the story. Carrying the Ark. First, Yahweh had told the Israelites how to carry the Ark, and they weren't obeying. So the step A is they're already not following the rules. All right? Which mm -hmm. is actually probably the most logical reason that they have is that they already weren't following the rules. Yahweh told them they weren't supposed to transport the ark, but they did it this way. Then there's a bunch of verses about it. Yahweh's concern with proper protocols for ark transportation may seem a bit OCD, like symptoms of obsessive compulsive disorder, to our postmodern, highly casual sensibilities. He just like, like, you don't know how God thinks, right? You have to undo, like you when you hear, when you read this shit, most of it is being like, you're, why do you think that you can outsmart your own logic is wrong? Everything but you people think people outsmart God all the time. Okay, yeah, but you're you're wrong, Kyle. And the fact that you think that you can be better, God, is arrogance. That's a sin. They just break you down <laughs> immediately for sinning before you even start. Before you go, that seems <laughs> dumb. Sinner, hell. You're like, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> That's a priest yelling at you when you ask him a question. Yeah, no, but they do. That's literally like a, either on purpose or by accident because it's Imagine trained. Doing that to like a twelve-year-old kid. They did do that to me. Why did are they? you asking? Why are you doubting? 
I'm like, I'm just at, it seems dumb. I mean, I wasn't saying it in these mm-hmm. words, but that's basically the gist of the conversation. They're like, doubting's a sin. You seem like you're trying to make get your... So I would ask questions with my friends. Like, we'd have hot tubs when we were like 13, 14, 15 years old. <laughs> we know what goes on in those, Oh, dude. yeah, dude. But I remember we came to the conclusion that the Bible was dumb at like around that age, maybe 15. I was like, so this seems like bullshit, hey? And we were like, yeah. And then it was like, Caleb, why are you leading your brothers astray? Like, this is like a... like. They show me the verse, like, it's better to have a fucking stone tied around your neck and be thrown into the sea. Is that what you want? No, I'm sorry. That's I'm just asking questions. I did that because I was. Mm-hmm. So anyways. <laughs> like, other, in their defense, they quote the same book you're calling bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That's a sick move. But I already, but I have to believe it. At that time, I still didn't know much better that I still believe that this was some sort of ancient wisdom. They get a mm. lot of street cred from ancient wisdom. It might be that. It's lasted a long time. I mean, sure. At least in, if it, if we're just going by manipulation alone, that's impressive. It's got probably got some shit in there. It's cool. So, yeah. So you always concerned for our highly casual sensibilities. But an analogy might help us understand the need for precaution. Handling the yeah, ark it kills you. Yeah. So here we go. Get very perceptive, Kyle. Handling the ark was inherently dangerous, like ha- handling radioactive materials. If people do not use products. So now... Notice it's gone from God being an asshole to God protecting you from being an asshole, from his own assholeness. <laughs> so in, in their, in their uh, excuse, God made this radioactive thing that you have to carry around and he's protecting you from the thing yes, he made, even yes. though he made it yeah. and then made you carry it around. And, and it's pr- he's protecting you for it. And mm-hmm. fuck you for questioning it also. Okay, can I just leave it there in the middle of nowhere? If, so if people don't use proper precaution when transporting plutonium, they die. Uh <laughs> Personally, I'm glad. Oh, so dude, if we could harness the power of God, infinite energy, just yeah, just plutonium that doesn't degrade. He that's could God. Declare things into existence. <clears throat> no, but I mean, just if we found the Ark, energy for the for the world forever. I mean, yeah, that's what. Of course, like if God mm-hmm. was actually real, why couldn't He just make things good all the time? Mm-hmm. You're looking at me like I have four notes. <laughs> well, I'll just say the arc if they're describing it like that. So um, the timing. Okay, so that's kind of he beats that point into the ground, but that's the point. The timing of Yahweh's anger is also significant here. The text rep- repeatedly informs us that all Israel was present. The crowd of 30,000 people watching this parade with an audience of the entire nation. Yahweh did not want to send a message that obedience was optional since it was disobedience that led to the loss of the ark earlier and slaughter by the Philistines of 30,000 Israelites in 1 Samuel 4.10. Anger displayed in situations of disobedience gets people's attention. So not only it was a propaganda move like we God does it like look at what the fuck I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Right. And I and God needs tricks to get people's attention. Yeah. So anger displayed, so blah, blah, blah. Yahweh's extreme display of anger certainly got the attention of David and the rest of the nation. After the incident with Uzzah, the ark was always carried the right way. And then he quotes a few more Bible verses. Mm-hmm. And then, it's, then he uh, fit, uh, ends this with this point. So it makes sense that Yahweh was mad because the Israelites should have known better. While Uzzah's death seems harsh, Yahweh had warned them. He told anyone who touched the ark, he or she would die. Uzzah shouldn't have touched it. What do you think, Kyle? I think that's just. Okay. I think he fucked up. 
So that. But that, now is he in heaven with God though? Just chilling. That is a good question. I would think yes. Seventy-two virgins. I would think yes. How the, many virgins do Christians get? None. There's no. Are they allowed to pick up chicks? I don't think so. I think sex is only for procreation, and if you enjoy it, it's a sin. So there's no sex mm. in heaven. All you do, I've been over this a billion mm. times. All you do is worship <laughs> God for eternity. Any mouth action or? I mean, you can worship God with your mouth. I think that you could get down on your knees and start pleasing Jesus. <laughs> feel his warm salvation all I'm over your face. I'm in mouth on mouth, dude. You fucking perv. Riding into trunk. The second reason Yahweh was mad is that their decision to transport the ark on a cart was not only disobedient, it was insulting. Yeah, but you're just saying the... The reasons why he's mad is because of the rules he made. Yes. But why did he make them do that? Because he's holy. You're going to get the words like holy, uh, No, but why did sovereign. they have to do it a specific way? Why do they have to do it at all? Because God and said why so. why did he choose? Because God said so. They don't address any of that, no, do but, they? No, because God they just is- just go, because the Bible yes, says yes, do it, which yes, is why I- yes. They, when he didn't do it exactly how the Bible said yes. is why he got punished. Thus we but, have, yeah, but we know that already. Yeah. So we have to infer. We're saying, why is that just? Because he said so? Yes. That's not yes. That's not an yes. argument, yes. though. Yeah. But that, that it's is. It's not rationality. That, well, that is. You have to understand that mm-hmm. irrational things become rational when it's God. If God says, you know, God has rules for treating people and God breaks his own rules, mm-hmm. it's just because God did it. It's That's it. We go in circles on this point. It's the whole point. You know who else has rules? Jordan Peterson. 12 rules for 12 life. 12 rules. <laughs> so he, he was skating around the 10. What do you mean? He was around 10. He was like, no, Jesus we need would be two mad. More rules. Yeah, God would be fucking furious. He's God-fearing man. But God would be furious if I left it at 10. Competing um, with his own 10 rules? Got to add a couple more. The first four are just like, worship me, worship me. Don't say my name wrong. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's insulting. So to understand how the method of transportation could be insulting, we need to recall what the ark represented, the presence of God. So God is above so traveling. It just rep- so there's, he's a- acknowledging that it just represented that. Yeah. That it wasn't actually. Um, no, I, I would think if you... Pre- I mean, I If something represents something, it isn't the thing. Okay, but, okay. I think that's semantic bullshit point and i think if he were in the room he would say that god was really in the ark i think that he would say in it or hovering above it but the god okay now that there's no tent can he fly away with a good wind (laughs) yeah all good points i'd like to know and if not why is a tent necessary yeah because it needs to be exclusive you can't have the fucking plebs you can't have the fucking can is it it visible to everybody no only people only certain people can go in there so there's no need for a tent Yes, there is, because you need to keep other people out. Only the holiest of holies can go in there, right? And look at nothing. Exactly, but everyone else thinks there's God in there. Mm-hmm. It, like that's how cults. You need that, like the exclusive. Like no, no, no. That's to, not what he would say, because God exists. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But is God a mist hovering above it? Is it in the fucking ark himself? Why does he need to go for a joyride in an ark, just having fun? Is it like is it like a redneck ATV? He's just having a blast in the desert. It's like before dirt bikes were invented. Good job, guys, by the way, on the dirt bikes. Those are fun. I used to make the four, Jews. Four Levites. <laughs> run faster. Blah, blah, blah. Make the noises with your mouth. Run, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> They're running up hills and down hills. Oh, that's pretty fucking sick. Sand dunes. Yeah. Um, Once in a while, a guy would touch it. I'd fucking kill him. That was a good day. Uh, it says here. So f- It's like getting in fight with your, fights with your siblings when you're like, don't fucking touch me. It Don't is. touch me and see what happens. You touch you and then you punch them and they start crying. It's like I fucking told you. But you like you. And, <laughs> yeah. and all they did is like do this. Yeah. 
You well, know? Then, then you have an imaginary line where don't across this yeah. line. Uh-huh. And it's, it's fucking dead. <laughs> it's a sibling fight. It's also... I, uh, there, okay, I'm just go back to this mm-hmm. here. Therefore, it warrant. So he's talking about the Ark. Therefore, it, the Ark, warranted extraordinary care. What the law prescribed for the conveyance of the Ark was basically a litter, a chair or throne for a distinguished person who's supported by people carrying poles on each side. Royalty was frequently honored by this method of transport. Um, it was important for Yahweh's symbolic presence to be treated in royal fashion because God, because it was their God and King. David need needed not to forget Jesus Christ. This guy's a bad writer. Fucking double man. Jesus. David needed not to forget that even though he was king over Israel, Yahweh was so sovereign over him and nation. What is sovereign? You ask? Mm-hmm. Nonsense. Like, they what does did, it mean now? Sovereign means like it's independent. Yeah, yeah. So a sovereign state is its state. It's like to- wholly unto itself. Mm-hmm. It's can't. There's nothing above it. You only answer to you. Yeah, you only answer to you. That's God's sovereignty is the reason why God can break His own rules. That's because <laughs> He's a dictator. Yeah, sovereignty. And it's, oh, was that the rule I broke? Well, now it's not the rule. Remember Trey, that the guy I was arguing with, the psycho on Facebook. Yeah, we did a couple Patreons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you're still listening, fucking. We'd like to have you on to talk about sovereignty. If you're still listening, eat my balls and then come on the Patreon. His biggest point, Jesus Christ, his biggest point is that God's sovereign and he believes that holy, he thinks, and it's, I guess, not far off if it were a thought experiment. If Mm -hmm. there is the truly Alpha Omega, the guy that transcends time, the creator of everything, he is sovereign. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Correct. So he he gave us this book and it's all we have to go off of. But God can do whatever he wants. And I agree with Fine. Agree with that. Then and we're all admitting this is for the lulls then. <laughs> I, because. He's not even bound by his own. No. Book. So this is useless. It's, it's a joke. It is true. I mean, that's. By I, that rationality, it's a joke because we don't know what he's thinking or what he's going to change ever. You could, you could do all the things saying you're going to go to heaven. And by that logic, you're not. That's a really good. Only point. because he decided not to at any time. I wish you could be in heaven forever. You could be in heaven for 100,000 years and be like, I don't like it anymore. Now you're in hell forever. Yeah. What'd I do wrong? Literally nothing. Fuck off. I wish I would have brought that up to Trey because that's a f- perfect point. That's, a, that's what he believes also. I think his uh, Trey's main point is that uh, liking God is cool. <laughs> yeah. Liking God's even cooler no, if, you're, if you're wearing a backwards hat. No, Fucking it rules, rules, dude. dude. <laughs> so, I bet you Trey tried skateboarding. To try and impress the use at some point and just I think felt, he was a felt too much. Was he a skater? Oh, yeah. I think he was a skater. And then, so I just want to read his third point. Kickflip or you don't like God, Trey? Kickflip <laughs> or you're not going to heaven? Still haven't seen that kickflip. Um, kickflip for God. So third, Israel's lack of respect toward the ark was symptomatic of a lack of concern for their relationship with God. This is the abusive boyfriend thing to a T. Hmm. And that uh, made him mad, too. The Ark symbolized not only the presence of Yahweh, but also the conventional relationship between God and his people. The text, fr- the text that's the Bible, frequently calls the Ark of the Covenant of Yahweh. Um, he lists a bunch of verses. Which told Israel what their covenant with Yahweh involved, to love God and to love their neighbor. In general, the Old Testament tells the story of a one-sided relationship in which one partner, Yahweh, is more committed than the other to the covenant. That's what this guy believes. The whole Old Testament mm-hmm. is Israel being a shitty girlfriend to abusive boyfriend God. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> the Israel uh, the Israelites made bad sandwiches, dude. Isn't that? I come home from a long day of being God, and you don't have dinner waiting for me. And you have the <laughs> I don't have the ark waiting for me in my fucking tent. You know all I want is to be in my fucking tent. That's all I want. And it's true. Don't you exist everywhere all the time? Bring me your best Doesn't matter. and cook it. In fr- burn it in front of me. I like the smell. Mm-hmm. And then I... You know, what, you know what the smell I really like is? Starvation. I like you watching your food burn in front of me and being so hungry, but you can't eat it. It's crazy to hear him say that out loud as if that's a good argument. The whole Old Testament is, Israel, you keep fucking up. Like, hey, people who have been here the whole time, just ask yourself this question. Do you think it's Israel fucking up or God being an asshole? Like, so far based on what we read. Kyle, what do you think? Uh, write down in the comments. <laughs> Right down in the comments. Do you think God's an asshole or is Israel fucking up? <laughs> Tell us what you think in the comments below. But, but seriously, how can you get to this point in the book and not think like and think it's Israel's fault? I think it's their fault. Yeah, okay. I think most things are their fault. I think everything bad that could happen to them has been their fault. <laughs> you would have to, as a God fearing man, which I am, that's the only conclusion you can come to, by the way. Okay, listen to this. So the one-sided relationship. So Old Testament tells the story of a one-sided relationship, um, where one side's more committed than the other to the covenant. Often God is patient and doesn't punish them instantly, mm-hmm. but eventually He may need to take drastic measures to get their attention. No, I'll wait for dinner to be made. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> I come home from a long day of work and it's not made. I'll wait. I'll sit here and I'll wait. And I bet it won't take that long either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking my belt off because I'm getting comfortable. But I'm going to leave it here on the table, comfortable without a belt on. Don't spill anything on them. I can see you moving jitterily. If you fucking spill. No, I didn't want scrambled eggs. I wanted sunny side up. You scramble those fucking eggs with your shakiest hands. I'd be fucking furious. <laughs> Dude, also... When you read, doesn't punish innocently, sometimes he waits three generations till it's completely new people that are alive. And then he's like, oh, that thing? It's a sick pack, dude. Your great-grandparents did? Fuck you. That's what's happening to us right now. Yeah. Our grandparents are just like, after the war, we can make so much goddamn money, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. We're going to retire at 50, <laughs> right? We're going to take all the equity out of our house. And then leave you with nothing. <laughs> and by the way, houses now cost $2 million. How much did it cost when you bought it? $25,000. Sick. <laughs> and you lazy pieces of shit. How much? Uh, oh, okay, so your house is worth $2 million. How much uh, you got left that $2 million? Oh, we spent it all on vacations. <laughs> I heard. Oh, a, that's awesome. I heard a great street joke the other day. Can you believe these millennials with their attitude walking around like they rent a place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we got yeah you have to hear this guy. Uh, this, Dude, the move point. is just going to be renting a place and just having guns and be like, no, <laughs> yeah, take that's going to be the move take eventually. It. Yeah, if, if corporations of- all own all the houses that are renting to us, just get some guns and be like, no. Then the corporations hire mercs, mercenaries. Yeah, but then we essentially we vote as a voting population for the police force, so they got our back. Uh, so do now, they, or do they enforce? I think they kick people out of buildings rather than re- take the buildings away from landlords. Yeah, but they understand because they're renting too, and they're fucking furious on okay. a cop salary, dude. They're not. They're not rich. Well, in, <clears throat> if you have the people on your side, we're talking about the Bolshevik resol- re- revolution right now. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. 
when the army sided with the people and overthrew everybody. Hell yeah, dude. That's what's going to happen. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, basically, their perpetual disrespect for the Ark of Yahweh and the public nature. Notice how it went from, like... Didn't it seem like an overreaction for God to kill that guy for saving the ark from being knocked off? And he's a little like, bit. And then now it's like, their continued disrespect for generate. <laughs> like, you notice in the course of the article, it shifts all the fucking blame. Um, <clears throat> those of us who are married have a similar... <laughs> that's what it says here. I actually know what he's talking about. Those of us who are married have a similar conventional symbolic object, a wedding ring. No, I don't, because I'm not a dipshit. I once lost mine for almost two months. I hated being without it because its absence <clears throat> suggested that not only was I irresponsible, but that I didn't value my relationship with Shannon. <laughs> Eventually, our dog, Tiglath, named after the Assyrian ruler in 2 Kings 15.29. Dumb name for a dog? Shout that in the park and see if anyone likes you. <laughs> Tiglath! Tiglath, come here. Tiglath, put that down. Tiglath. Tiggy. Uh, so Tiglath lost his tennis ball. He found it. Blah blah. So Shannon got down on the floor. But what did she find? So he his, found his wedding. He, dude, he goes off for about thirty sentences about how. And she then found he felt it. better after. Later that day, we have a David <clears throat> Dave's ring is back celebration. Although ours wasn't elaborate, as King's David of the. How did that make any sense at all? She's trying to add some personal flair. <clears throat> for a long time after finding, he's got another this paragraph. This book's about him. It's not about God, dude. It's not about debunking God. It's about. Getting to know him and Shannon. Although Yahweh wasn't the one who had just locked the ark, lost the ark, apparently he felt similarly about it. Yahweh's people had just lost their ring, the ark, to the Philistines <laughs> because of their evil deeds, their careless attitude toward the ark. That's good symbolism. Yahweh didn't want them to lose again. Like my concern for my ring, he wanted them to be more careful. So he, his display of anger was effective. What was his display of anger? He doesn't go, the, the killing of a man with a family <laughs> in front of 30,000 people. His display of anger. Also, what did he do to himself when he lost his ring? Um, he felt bad about it for months. That's what he says. That's, so that's it. I hated being without it. Yeah, that's the same, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's getting struck down immediately. Children growing up without a father, probably no income coming in, becoming slaves. His dis that's just a display of anger, Kyle. Mm -hmm. Like... When the eggs were scrambled, I had to display my anger. <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't planning on using this belt. I was getting comfortable, but look what you're making me do. <laughs> I must display my anger in the form of a savage beating. Dude, just daily overpowering a woman in like 1930s. From the other Do you think anything felt better in the world? Um, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> From the Uzzah incident, we learned that Yahweh gets mad to protect his law for his honor, his Did honor, you know that is? That's his relationship with people. <laughs> Would you want to follow a God that wasn't passionate about his relationship with you? That's how the article ends. Would That's you exactly what we're talking about. That's yeah. funny. Would you want to follow a God that wouldn't kill that fucking guy? Baby, baby, baby. It's not I'm not mad at you. I'm just passionate. I'm in I'm so fucking mad. I'm madder now than I was when I was reading I read this earlier today and I was like, Can you believe this piece of this shit? This guy hits his wife for sure. Now I'm reading it out loud and it's insane. It that's fucking crazy. Wouldn't you want to worship a god that didn't strike people down? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would. I would actually. Um no, but then he wouldn't be passionate. Then you wouldn't feel the overwhelming displays of affection he gives you. Then you're like, like what? <laughs> Name something in the last 2,000 years. Oh, no. You're alive. You're here. Manna from heaven. 
If you're if we're going by Bible stuff, two thousand years ago. Yeah, that's when they got manna. Oh yeah, right. That's but cool. Yeah, I guess I mean, wet bread. How about yeah? How about a fucking ribeye? Yeah. Before those even existed, give me one of those. Quail. He gave them quail up to their necks until they were sick of eating. <laughs> you pretty much killed them. Up to their necks in quail, it said. <laughs> Imagine walking around up to your neck in fucking birds. Yeah, they don't have disease or anything. They're just not known. They're not known for that. What They're the not f- known for carrying disease. I th- I could not imagine being up to quail up to my neck. Imagine you remember the McDonald's ball pit. Imagine those were all fucking live birds. Oh, dude, you'd have to start. You'd have to Ozzy Osbourne them like <laughs> left and right. That's your only way to do it. That's the most efficient. Just ripping heads off. I would dive to the bottom and look for change. <laughs> we used to look for money in those pits. And we me you and find my, it a lot. Oh yeah, on road trips. Obviously, you can't hit the same McDonald's every time, but every <laughs> we went down the I-5 all the way to fucking Mexico, and every McDonald's ball pit, we were finding, like, I would say dozens of dollars. Really? Yeah. We fucking looted McDonald's ball pits. Once we, 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 we went on... Man, that reminds me. I used to be good at finding money when I was a kid. Me too. We found... That's, a, that's your main goal as a kid. Yeah. At like a rink? Airports? I was just... Under go, vending machines. Yeah. Vending machines, pay phones, like, just like every cracks. Me and my brothers would just search seats. Like, we'd be in airports, just, and we'd find sometimes, like, 30, 40 bucks, like, in an airport. We'd Because we'd have six hours, and we'd just scour the airport for money. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And we'd buy ourselves candy. My mom didn't care. Yeah, go ahead. Look for money. Yeah, she's like, leave me alone. Yeah. I'm trying to ignore your father. I wonder, man, uh, there's way less money now is why I find There's money. no change. Yeah. I, like, everyone has cards and shit, but whenever it had change, it was all over the place. That's I still have dreams about this, by the way. <laughs> about finding change. That's how Jewish I am. That's the 10% coming out. That's the 10% coming out of me. I'm dead serious. That's what God requires. A tenth of your dick also. I have dreams about like finding money under things and it's like a lot of change, but it's like $20 worth. (laughs) But in the dream, it's so much. You're like Scrooge McDuck diving into a pool of change. It's always change. It's never bills. (laughs) Could you imagine swimming in toonies? So my my uncle... To, like, distract us as kids, mostly me and also my sister, though, and probably your cousins. He'd show, he'd show you his penis. He would say, like, there's coins. <laughs> and he'd be like, look it and see what happens. Check it out. It's like my thumb is my cock. It's like, taste salty. You like salt, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. I'm like, I do. I do like he salt. He was my favorite uncle. Best go, one. Go on. So he would... I thought there was just change all over his house. Like, that he was just careless with it. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. He used to do this to me. I think it's the funniest thing ever. Didn't realize until I was older what was yeah. happening. But we were at um, a hunting lodge one time, and he's like, "Every time you run around the cabin, yeah, because I'm was a I was a nightmare for yeah. everyone around me as a kid. Like too much energy and all the time, yeah, needing to like get it out. Just do laps of the cabin. Yeah. So he's like, every time you run around the cabin, he's like telling me this co- uh, coins appear under the leaves on the table, like one coin for every time you run around it. So I just, I'm running. I ran him out of change. Full pocket of change. Started off with quarters, and then by the, it was nickels eventually, and then pennies, and then nothing. And near the end, he was like, it actually, I opened it, and he's like, there's nothing this time. He's like, yeah, actually, this time, yeah, now, to like keep getting more, you have to run three times for everything. I ran him out of change still. So when I used to go over to his house, I didn't know this. He used to walk around, with because he had a big change jar, yeah. take handfuls of it, and just sh- throw it all over his house. And I would leave them alone for like five hours. 
And I remember one time I found like five bucks. I came in, I was like, five five bucks, did I have that? And he's like, nope. <laughs> just took it and put it in his pocket. I was like, all right. Just kept looking for change. Dude. Oh, man. that's There's a guy, Mike Bickle, very famous. He leads IHOP uh, in Kansas City, the International House of Prayer. Um, he's a fa- friend of my dad's. He came mm-hmm. to our church all the time, and he was the coolest guy. He always gave us candy. Isn't he the gay for God guy? No. No. Oh, okay. No, he's, like in those, your dad's Psalms? Oh, yeah. He is that guy, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, so in my dad's prayer CDs, he say, he did the Song of Solomon, which is like, Super- God, your your penis is vascular, <laughs> and the head is smooth. It, like, it says shit like that. In the shape of a torpedo. Yeah. So when it's down my throat, it doesn't want to come back the out. Come is delicious, like the honey found. <laughs> like morning dew, yeah. like manna from heaven. Yeah. Your semen inside my inside my stomach. So this guy, that guy, would always give us money. And as we got older, he get, kept giving. He had to like every time we saw him, he one upped how much like candy or money he gave us. Do you ever, ever had this thing? And you're like, what's he buying? What do you mean? What's oh, he buying with that money? Our silence. Because he used to. Put, <laughs> no, I can't say that on a podcast. No, he was awesome, dude. He like he was he was fun to do. Like you know, like a cool guy that like wrestled with kids. Like he was not weird at all. I know. I can't. can't you, You're not selling him. I know what you mean though. He was fun. My uncle was exactly yeah, like that. Yeah, he was the fun. Guy. It, he'd throw candy at us. He'd be like, "Hey," and he'd just throw candy at us. Like, and we'd be like dodging it, and realize it's candy. And he'd be like, "Get him!" And then he'd just like. Throw I candy. learned this from Chad because kids freak me out. Like I don't know how to deal with them because you can't talk to them because they're dumb. They're so fucking dumb and they don't understand things. So then they just like repeat shit back wrong. You yeah. can't talk to them like kids, like young kids, like eight year olds. You just have to like fight them. Yeah. You have to fight kids. Hey, That's buddy. what they like doing. Hey, tiger. No, just like more like throw candy at them, yeah. fuck with them, say their names wrong and shit. You have to fuck with them and fight them. That They love that crap. I, yes, and I treat it like an improv <clears throat> class, like whatever dumb idea they want to do. <laughs> like, hey, what should we do? They're like, why don't we like. Put sand in the car. I'm like, cool. Let's go put sand in the car. And they would start shoveling sand in the car. Like, what should we do next? I don't know. Let's light the grass on fire. Fuck yeah, man. Let's light the grass on fire. That rules. <clears throat> so I used to do that too. This guy, Mike Bickle. I, I guess I'm out of. Stories. We'd like to. We'd like to clarify. Did not molest. <laughs> did you. not molest me. Um, he, Even though you wanted. He always it. went up to himself. And so, <laughs> one time he was like. He's like, what do you think I got you this time? We're like saying outrage, like Mr. Big. That was like our favorite candy because we thought it was the biggest, right? Mr. Big. We're like, no, yeah. Mr. Big. He gave you Mr. Big. <laughs> I bet he did. And then he's like, and then we're like, no, it was like cap guns. We're like, not a cap gun. He's like, what do you think? And so we started, he's like, it could be that. Your penis. And then finally it was a $20 bill and he gave us each a $20 bill. I was like 10 and my brothers were like eight, six, four. And we, so we went to the fucking 7-Eleven with like 80 bucks and we're kings. We were kings for weeks. It was the greatest shit ever. That's insane. Yeah. Especially back then. Yeah. That's like penny candy days. Oh, yeah. Give me 20,000 candies. It was, that was quite literally more money than I could spend. He's That's like, awesome. Tw- here's 20 bucks. I'm like, I... Chuckle bars were like 25 to 50 cents. I, I remember I bought... I, bet I had so much stuff that I thought this will probably be too much. And mm-hmm. I got like $15 change. <laughs> that, that rules. I had like yeah, it was awesome. Um, I think that did you learn anything today, Kyle? No, no, I did not. Did we get? It's hard any- to learn anything with the same fucking story. It, it well, did you? I thought I don't know. Did you get an insight? I guess we kind of like harped I on. Can't a lot say of I learned words. that Christians are dumb, but it reinforced, reinforced the idea that they're dumb. Can you believe that's the PhD guy who teaches it at whatever Pennsylvania University? I like how he shoehorn himself in for fame because he knows he's gonna make his fucking students read this goddamn book. Uh, that's so he's like. 
Here's something about me in there. You ever been this to church? One time Col- with my uh, wedding ring. No. That's every oh, yeah, Sunday. Twice. They tell that st- every Sunday. They go. Mm-hmm. They do the Bible story and a modern day. This happened to me. Bad stand-up version of it with like, and my wife sent me the backyard, <laughs> and everybody laughs. It's every Sunday. This is like standard. You think you're going to be one of those guys like, my wife's a hard ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you sure? I am sure. I'm positive. God, she makes me stay late at the register while she goes home. <laughs> oh, I'm, If I end up working for her, I probably will become that guy because she like has a high standard and I have very low standards. Well, don't say that to her, dude. No, I mean. So you have very high standards when it comes to your beautiful bay. Don't pull a Taz no, I have on the pod. Low standards. <laughs> and call your girlfriend a fucking That's five. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Don't call your girlfriend a five on the pod. And then when I go, no, nah, but you didn't really mean that. Go, yeah, I meant it. <laughs> I meant and then I go, so does she know you're on a podcast? And he's like, yeah. Does she know the name? Yeah. So she's going to listen to it. Yeah. Then you probably didn't mean that. No, I fucking did. I for <laughs> sure meant it. She's a five. <laughs> Did that happen to someone? 100%. (laughs) I think that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, Send us emails at... BibleBeatersAcanandCopy.ca